0: Hello friends and welcome to page-chewing comics and manga, pick of the week, weekly polls, number 16, we're up to 16 already. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, my name is Steve and I'm coming back into comics after a long hiatus and I'm trying to find books that appeal to me. I'm usually not into the capes and cowls and I like to find, usually create our own stuff, but I'm open to anything that sounds interesting. And every week I go to my local comic book shop. I pick up some books that look interesting to me. I give them a read, and then I come back and I talk about them, and I let you know whether or not I enjoyed them, and whether or not I'll keep buying them. That's the biggest thing, right? Because it's tough to keep up. So this week, uh, you know, I've been, I've been complaining—not complaining, but I've been mentioning lately that I just haven't been finding many books. I've, I've been kind of struggling to find a handful, and. This week I found a little too many. So that's what I get for talking shit. So uh, this week, the first book on my list is uh, Antarctica number four. This is by Simon Burks and Willie Roberts. This is published by Top Cow. Uh, you know, I really, really enjoy the first issue. I thought it was very, very well done. And ever since then, it's kind of fallen off. I haven't really enjoyed the other ones as much as I did the first one. And there's some really great ideas that I like. It's like a mix of Lost and some other very popular TV series. I, I compare everything that does a little bit of you know, like parallel dimension type stuff to Lost. So, you know, I might be reaching there a little bit, but uh, if you enjoy those kind of stories, it might be up your, up your alley. I really enjoy the artwork. Uh, I have I've, I've be, I really liked Hannah, our main character. I, I was attached to her in the first issue. I thought they did a great job of establishing her, her history where she's from and her motivations. And since then, the other characters that we've been introduced to, I just don't care. (laughs) I don't care about any of them. They're all like these nameless, uh, characters that some of them die. And I just, it's, there's no impact at all. And the story seems like it moves from beat to beat. And there's not a lot of nuance. I think it's missing. It's just missing that connective tissue. It's missing that little, just a little bit. I just think there's just something not quite there that needs to connect it all together. I just feel like it's moving too fast. And so, look, I know it's tough when you in the comic book, comic book industry. You, need, you have to hook the reader. You can't spend too much time because people want things to happen. I, I get it. And there's a balance there of telling your story slowly. And I think you have, maybe you have to have a little bit of rope to do that. You know, a little bit of leeway. And there's a balance between that and telling things quickly. You know, you want to keep the reader engaged and not be boring. And I think this one, I just think we need more nuance. We need something else. We need time to breathe. Time to kind of expand on some of these ideas that just seem like we jump from, from place to place. And I just needed more time before dropping dropping us into all this madness that's happening. And uh, I just, there's just something missing. Um, the, like I said, the art is great. I'm still, I'll still continue to read it. You know, I'm not all in on it, but I'm going to give it another issue just because I feel like it's, there's something there. There's something that I really love about it. It's just something's just not, not there. Something's missing. So the next book is creator number two, or sorry, crusader number two. This is by Matt Edmonds. This is by Mad cave studios. The first issue I thought was, It it hooked me. It was interesting. I think one of the Knights Templars who has this, like, you know, interdimensional travel, he comes into this new dimension or new world. He's kind of a fish out of water. And he's the hammer and everything else is the nail kind of situation where he's just like, you know, he knows how to swing a sword and and get shit done. And, you know, whoever stands in his way is in trouble. Um, You know, this one, I think we we explore more of that and we start to learn more about the world and the other people in this world. And you really get the idea that there's more happening here than, you know, surface level. Like there's other things that are happening. I think there's some big surprises coming, some big reveals and it's setting up something. We've, it feels like we're setting something up. And, um, the, the, the crusader is formidable, but he's not this, you know, walking, you know, just, unstoppable machine, which I really like, because if he's unstoppable, then who's going to, you know, then it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of watching him go from place to place and killing everyone. So there are things, there are challenges. And I think that's important in a story like this, that you have to be a little bit worried about him. Not that I'm worried about him, but you have to, you have to think that there's something at stake. And I think that's here. The first issue was okay. I think the second issue is a lot better. The first issue wasn't bad, just the second issue there's something more it it's kind of like picking up momentum. And I I've, I like that. So uh, the next book is Cyberpunk 2077 XOXO number 1. I'm going to butcher all these names so I apologize. This is by uh, Bartosh Cyborg, uh, Jacob Rebelka, Frank Kutlovic, and this is published by Dark Horse. I apologize for butchering everyone's name. Now, I picked this one up because I've played the game. It was fine. I should probably get back to it. And I wasn't sure what to expect. I thought maybe do I need to know the lore a little bit more before I jump into something like this, but I thought I'll just give it a try. It's not at all what I was expecting. It is, it's almost like these, a book of art that's told with like lines of poetry and it's kind of bits and pieces and you follow along. And I wasn't crazy about it. I wasn't like, you know, it's a very fast read. Uh, It's pretty quick because there's not a lot of, not a lot of text, but you can take time to, to, you know, to really dissect the art. So it's not like you just flip through it, but the art has like the scratchy, uh, like dirty feel to it. And it, it fits the the, it fits the the vibe pretty well. And so, yeah, it's not a traditional, what I would call what I would think to call a traditional style of, of comic book storytelling. If you're looking for something different might be worth picking up. Um, I, I appreciate when, when people do something different not the same old thing. So in that sense, I thought it was pretty neat. I'm not over the moon about it, but I thought there's, you know, something to be, something to be said for trying to do something new and original, uh, at least for that I can recall. And you know, it was, I think it was worth the read. It's worth, it's worth picking up. If you don't mind something a little bit different than what you've been, uh, reading, I think it's, yeah. And if you, if you're very familiar with the, the lore and the background of, of cyberpunk 2077, maybe you'll pick up on things I missed, but there isn't a whole lot that, uh, Yeah. There's a whole lot that I thought maybe I missed. I didn't feel like I missed anything, but maybe there's something that you pick up on. So yeah, overall, I think it was worth a shot if you're into that, if you're into something a little different. Now, the next one, the, uh, is the final issue of Click Click Boom. It's by Doug Wagner and Doug Dabbs. This is by Amage Comics. I've really loved this this series. I went back. I, st- I think I started on issue three. I think, and I went back into the first two. Thought there were really good, really some some heartfelt moments in this book, full of action, and there are some quiet moments. And I think that's what's missing from a book like Antarctica, is Click, Click, Boom had just wall- the sometimes it was like big stretches of action and just like nonstop action, but it has these quiet moments of character work and kind of giving us a background on, on who these characters are and what drives them. I think that's really important. And we, we have some, some moments to breathe. Some of that nuance. So being the final issue, I wasn't sure what to expect. And I have to say, I'm a little bit bummed out by it. I wasn't crazy about the final issue. I'm not sure what, what I was expecting, but it just wasn't this. And I just, it felt like it just abrupt, the end was a little bit abrupt. And this is the, I don't know, third or fourth series that's wrapped up recently that I've just not been crazy about the finish. I still enjoy the series as a whole. I had a lot of fun with it. I think it's worth reading. And these really great few issues in there that I thought really stood out. Um, but yeah, the final issue, I just, I don't know. It just seemed like, you know, like again, something was missing in this in this issue to finish up the story after so many good issues before it. Something wasn't wasn't there that needed to be there to really give you a satisfying ending, at least for me. I and mean, it wasn't bad. It just, I, I guess, I expected more because of the the bar the previous the previous issues set. But yeah, I just I'm a little bit bummed about the the wrap up of this one. So overall, fantastic series, worth a read, definitely worth your time. But the final issue, bummer. A little bit of a bummer, I have to say. I'm sad to say. I was a little bit disappointed. Uh, the next one is Red Sonia number four. This is by Tourrun Granbeck and Walter Giovanni. This is by Dynamite Comics. Uh, I'm pretty sure I missed an issue in here. If I didn't miss one, I think I don't know if I missed issue three. Maybe I did. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the first two. I guess I missed the third issue. I guess I just didn't see it on the shelf. But this is a, a big battle and lots going on uh, red Sonya kicking some ass and uh, kind of rallying the troops and lots of lots of stuff going on um, I was a little bit confused but I still enjoyed the issue um, I still really like the artwork and it will remain in my buy pile I don't know that a whole lot of story stuff happened there is a, a reveal kind of at the end that uh, I was a little bit confused about I I have to go back and reread the first two issues or first three to find out. But overall, um, I, I still enjoy this series. Um, I'm still going to be buying it. So a little bit lost. I, I, who lost does that happen to? Is that just me? You miss an issue and it's the one issue when things happen or set something up like a big event. And then you get to the event and miss the setup. And yeah, kind of a bummer. Now the next one is uh, quite a few books this week. I've, I'm on a roll. The next one is tales, tales of suspense. Number three, this is an anthology series. There's two different uh, stories being told here. This is by Image Comics. Um, Less Mort 13 has a very distinct feel to it. It's very haunting and creepy. Uh, it is... If I, I love the aesthetic. And I love the storytelling. I think it's very... It's uh, unsettling, I guess you could say. Not scary, just unsettling. Uh, the other story is called Dreamweaver, and while I enjoy the first issue, the first story, the first part, I'm I'm not crazy about the direction it went. And not that I know what direction it should have gone, because I didn't have an expectation, but the direction it's gone just wasn't... It's just not scratching that itch. Um, so I really enjoyed Less Mort 13. I'm, I've kind of checked out of Dreamweaver. I just... it's is not... I'm just not feeling it. Um, but I do... I do wonder the risk that anthology series an, an, an anthology series takes when you you run the risk of not of the reader not enjoying one of the stories in it and then not coming back for the next issue. That's kind of a lot of risk. I didn't think about it until I read it. I'll continue buying it because I love Les Thirteen, but Dreamweaver I'm not crazy about it. It's not terrible. I just it's just not for me. I guess you can say it's it's not a bad story. It's not well. It's not poorly done. It's not for me. It's just not something that I enjoy. So, you know, there's that. So you can say that. So, yeah, lots of books this week. And there's a few I just didn't get to. So, yeah, busy week. Uh, So with all that said, the pick of the week. Yes, I have a pick of the week this week. (laughs) Is Beneath the the Trees Where Nobody Sees, number one. This is by Patrick Horvath. This is by IDW. I had no idea what to expect with this one. I saw the cover. It's a teddy bear dragging a bloody sack in the forest. And I thought, what the hell is this? And I continued asking myself that question as I went through the book. The book is a kind of like this fairy tale. Like I don't, it, what it reminded me of is like Bernstein bears. Does anyone remember that? Or am I just showing my age? It is it has this like, like muted color to it where it feels like a, like a fairy tale or like a children's book. The colors seem a little bit muted. They don't seem very, they're, they're not vibrant. They don't jump off the page. They seem very muted. Like you're reading a a children's book. All the characters are animals. Like we have ducks, we have bears, we have other, other cute little animals. And they live in this city where everyone looks out for each other. Everyone's happy. Everyone looks, everyone's like friends and you know, everyone's in a good mood and everyone likes each other. You know, I don't know. Would that be annoying to anyone else? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But uh, anyway, they live in this city where everyone is just like happy and helps, you know, everyone's, you know, good to each other. They're all friends and you know, everyone cares about each other. Well, uh, one of the bears has a dark secret and he is, uh, he goes out of town because he doesn't hunt in his own, in his backyard. And he goes out of town and he does terrible things to other people that are from other cities. And he does that so he doesn't get caught. He wants a distance between him and what he's doing it's kind of like Dexter meets Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) It's like like those two worlds collide. And it is, you know, we start off with this, like this, like fairy tale. uh, All the, all the animals are really cute and they're all, you know, nice to each other. And I thought, what, what am I reading? And then it it kind of takes a turn it takes a a drastic turn. And, um, and you learn what's, what's really happening. I, I love that that contrast between those two, those two, that those two kind of aspects, is not what you would expect. And I love that. It's just really great. The end of the, the end of the book, uh, the, you know, something else threatens not only the town, but of our bear who doesn't want the attention because he doesn't want to get caught either. So I'm trying to be as vague as possible, but basically he, his, uh, his his side hobby is is threatened because of, some, of attention from that someone else is doing in his own backyard so he is uh i'm not sure if it's because he cares about his town and the people in it or if and they're threatened or is because just self-preservation or bare preservation i don't know either way it's pretty cool it's pretty fun it's uh it's pretty neat i, I enjoyed it it's um like I said, just that contrast of this, this like Dexter style of bear. <laughs> and we haven't learned much about him. We don't know what his motivations are. He does seem uh, to like a, like a psychopath, like a sociopath. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it gets dark in there for a while and not what you would expect. So I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really neat. Um, it's just not what you, what you would expect. And I, I just, I think it's, it's it's kind of, I think it's i would imagine some risk right to to make a a story to make a a book like this and like give it like a like a children like a children's book feel to it and then make him like a dexter type of character yeah um yeah i i enjoyed it i thought it was pretty pretty neat and uh, i will definitely be picking up the second issue i thought um yeah i had a lot of fun with it and um yeah that's my pick of the week I had a good time. Uh, most of the books this week, I I, I enjoyed it. Didn't hate any of them. I didn't like really dislike any of them. So overall, it was a pretty good week. Um, the last one, my pick of the week, I thought I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty neat. It was pick of the week worthy. I've been I haven't been picking a pick of the week because I haven't really loved a book, but this one was was scratched that itch for me. So that is number sixteen pick of the week weekly polls issue or episode 16. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you who come by every week. And if you would like to jump on and be a co-host with me, uh, just give it a shot. Um I'd love to get in touch, get in, let me know and we'll try and figure something out and compare books one week or you know, it's very relaxed as you can tell or at least hope you can tell. And uh yeah, let let me know. I wouldn't mind a co-host once in a while. You don't have a commit don't have to commit every week. Just once in a while is fine too. So get in touch. Uh, You can find me at pagechewing.com. We have some forums there. We're planning on reading the Sandman books. We're going to start reading, I believe, Black Hole very soon. And some other books that we're planning on reading that I can't think of at the moment. But lots of stuff. We're always planning something there. Come by and chat with us. Uh, We're a great bunch. Well, not we. They are a great bunch. I'm lucky to have them. And yeah. Yeah. So until next week, hope you all have a great week. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon.